0: Hey guys, hello and what's up? Welcome back to Fingers Crossed Podcast. So happy to have you listening with us today, or if it's not today, tomorrow, whatever day you're listening. I suppose it's always today, isn't it?
1: I feel like it is the today of the present, which was the tomorrow of the past in which we are recording this, that you'll hear in the future.
0: We're happy to have you guys here. I am Sierra, and I'm one of your co-hosts. Introducing my co-host,
1: (laughs) Christy. christy i was like am i supposed to say my name or is she gonna do it? yes it is I, christy butter the um I was going to say, one and only co host of Fingers Cross Podcast. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in this week. We are doing a uh, Valentine's themed ish episode because we are recording this on the day of Valentine's, February yes, 14th. Yes,
0: recording this on Sunday the 14th, which I will say is a little late considering it's going up on the 16th and we got to edit it. We're not, we're usually trying to be a little more ahead of things, but today we're, we're just, not. <laughs> it's more um, raw. In it's the more moment.
1: conversational. Yeah. It's and like more, you guys are part um, of this live. in more. Studio. What is
0: what is the word I'm looking for? Like current, fresh, new. Like yes. you know, it's not Exciting. pre-recorded. It's you know, it's it's not right stale. there. Totally, yes, live with a studio audience, which is you guys. So yes, Valentine's we are celebrating. Um, and regardless if you have a significant other, if you don't, today's day about love and showing people who you love that you love them. Like you know, text your friends, send them cute little bit emojis. And uh, I remember <laughs> when I was in college, I loved making like my friends handmade valentines. Obviously. You're so During COVID time. times, I'm not going to go and do a bunch of, like, handmade deliveries right now. And I have also been very busy starting my new job. Um, but maybe next year I can get back at the Handmade Valentine's and I'll, I'll send them all out
1: to people through snail mail. Wouldn't that be cute? Those would be really cute. I feel like you would do, like, really all-out Valentine's cards and stuff. You should post pictures of them on the Fingers Cross story. if you Maybe a I will. I, be yeah, I, visit. I
0: I definitely have made one for you in the past, Christy. No, I think you have
1: too. But I'm trying to remember because I feel like maybe once because one of the semesters I was abroad during Valentine's Day. So I wouldn't have gotten one. Could be. Could be. But I think probably senior year you
0: did. I'm big into, like, the old-fashioned style where, like, you take the different cardstocks and cut them into a heart, and then you uh, put, like, either folded tulle or um, confetti paper or lace or something between two layers of hearts, making kind of a border, mm-hmm. and then attaching little, like, rhinestones and bows and things like that. I oh have a couple God. pictures. The so. best
1: was, like, every Valentine's Day in um, elementary school or, like, when you're super young, when you learn that all you have to do to make a heart is just fold it in half, and then you learn, like, the perfect shape of cutting the heart and doing all the designs to like make the holes in it and stuff it was like mm-hmm. the most revolutionary thing i remember but i'm sure you have much more tips that you could provide
0: all i can think about exciting. is remembering in like kindergarten when they taught us that trick is that it looked like a mouse before you what? unfold the heart it looks like a perfect mouse like if a you, computer when you, mouse no like a, like a literal like squeak squeak mouse with whiskers really? okay yeah when you cut out the heart like okay so like you the go, half like, heart looks like a mouse yeah when you have the half heart before you unfold it it looks exactly like a little mouse and if you were to draw a little nose on the pointy end and then have a tail coming out of the round end it looks exactly like a mouse okay
1: that way i was looking at it the other way and i was like i think maybe more of a whale but (laughs) i got it i got it i followed now you're like wow that mouse
0: has a really pointy butt (laughs)
1: Yes, exactly. Um, But unfortunately, we don't have any handmade valentines to give you all. As much as we love the idea of handing you, each and every one of you, thousands of handmade valentines, um, instead, we're just all going to hang out and listen to some stories of love. Just like very funny ways that you've met significant others. We got a lot of a range of things. Some yeah. like really sweet, meet cute stories. Some like how the heck did this end up in the end of you like living happily ever after, but also happy for
0: you? And some And like, got a couple that were like, please keep this anonymous. I want no one to know how I met my <laughs> significant
1: other. And I'm yeah. like, yeah,
0: okay. So we
1: asked on our Instagram at fingers crossed pod. You guys know the drill. I feel like I'm a broken record whenever I say so we asked on our Instagram at fingers crossed pod. But um, yeah, we wanted to get a range, not just like, you know, how you met your husband that you're going to be with forever or wife or whatever it is, but like someone that you maybe only dated for a short time, you're not together anymore, your friend's story or something like that, Um, and just get a wide range of them. And you guys definitely delivered. We got a lot of stories. So we're very excited to read them and it'll be a good episode.
0: That actually just reminds me before we go on with this of two things I saw on Twitter this morning that just made me laugh so hard of Pictures of people or pictures people have taken inside of grocery stores or convenience stores of like Valentine's Day, like abandoned items like throughout the store and then trying to like make a story of what happened. So there was one that was like in the beer aisle Um at this grocery store on top of like a 12 pack of Corona, there was a face down teddy bear and a bouquet of roses. And somebody was like, so did this guy like get the beer and then forget the teddy bear? Or did he get broken up with and then decided to buy beer? (laughs) And so he left the teddy bear there. And then there was another one that was um, on this random aisle, four different shades of light pink nail polish and then a bottle of rose. And then it was just sitting on, like, a random Mm -hmm. aisle. And someone was like, girl was about to have a self-care Valentine's Day. And then her ex texted her. And so she (laughs) abandoned. (laughs) That's
1: so funny. But there was, like, a whole
0: thread of them of, like, I should He's look just ab- up. abandoned items in the store and then people coming up with the story around it and I thought that was so funny. So. I love that.
1: That also reminds me, this isn't exactly the same, but I saw a tweet that was like, um, if I worked in a restaurant, I would just be putting fake engagement rings in everyone's dessert and watching the world burn. <laughs> <laughs> on Valentine's Day <laughs> and I was like that would be me in that situation <laughs> honestly
0: the amount of like dental bills they would have from people breaking their oh teeth on unexpected jewelry in their food I also wondered I just about like that not into that because then you go to put it on and it's like sticky and covered mm. in like buttercream and chocolate and you're like oh thanks
1: like I I suppose I just, yeah but I, I wonder how I many people pers- have accidentally swallowed rings from yeah. those kind of setups like I just I personally think that if you have a multi-thousand
0: dollar engagement ring it should not not be in with yeah, a cream. chocolate cake. It just like it, you should probably not do that. But you know, to each their own.
1: But maybe we'll find some of those stories of those happening in our uh, listener yeah. stories. Today. So, so my meet cute out.
0: is when I had to have an emergency surgery <laughs> to remove a ten thousand dollar diamond ring from my esophagus Nia because Lane I choked was on not it. Please, <laughs> uh.
1: yeah. But um, we'll see. We'll get there. But first, you know the drill. Again, we're gonna do, do our. Some- some lemons, some, lemons some updates, some fingers crossed for next week. Some catching up with us in life. Catching As you guys up. know, if you've been listening in the recent weeks, we've both been um, kind of all over the place and busy being pulled in different directions. Yeah, because we both recently started jobs, and Sierra just had her very first week of hers. So I'm really excited and eager to hear how it went for her.
0: I'm really fortunate to have this job, and I'm so excited about it and like excited about where it's going. I think I have suffered a lot of insecurity this week and a lot of like self-doubt with Mm -hmm. like feeling like I'm like a new kid at summer camp or a new school I don't know anyone like trying to be myself but at the same time like I am a very high energy person and I don't want to like overwhelm
1: professional yeah yeah. like
0: I want to like find like I want to be professional but they also partially why they hired me is because I am like a really high energy person for the role that I'm doing and Mm -hmm. like I want to bring that element of my personality to work but then I'm also like I can be a lot, so I don't want to overwhelm people. You know what I mean? And I realized that that's also just like my own insecurity, but I've been struggling with that. I've had a few work-related nightmares, even in my first week. Like I had this nightmare where I woke up in a cold sweat because someone asked me like, what do you think about the spreadsheet? Did you review the spreadsheet? And I literally like, I didn't get the spreadsheet. And so I was like in this meeting, like trying to bullshit that I knew what was on the spreadsheet and I didn't. I woke up in a cold sweat and I'm like, I'm not
1: meant for office life. Yeah, that's literally like a corporate nightmare. We've all been there
0: yeah I mean, I'm used to having server nightmares and actor nightmares, like mm-hmm. literally the server nightmare where you uh are thrown into a restaurant with eight new tables and you don't know the menu and everyone's yelling at you for ranch like I have those dreams all the time, but this this one's new new job, new nightmares am I right yeah jeez, <laughs> hashtag just girly things. <laughs> My first two days, I was just doing a lot of like paperwork onboarding um making new accounts for the company payroll things like that, and then. I also have been learning a lot of audio knowledge because um, there's a lot of tech. Pro- this company is a tech company that I'm working for, and uh, if you can, didn't bro. catch last week last week's episode, just to give you a mini mini four one one, I'm working as an on camera host, uh, product model, and content creator for them. So like you know, starring in like YouTube videos, how to videos, tutorials. I'm using like teleprompters for the first time. I'm on Monday. We're doing like product modeling for Amazon. So I'm gonna be um, sort of modeling in different uh styles for their different products and then wait, So you're gonna be like
1: on their amazon mm-hmm. pages yeah oh that's fun i can't wait to see
0: so that will be super fun and then um yeah hosting stuff for their youtube channel and in the future doing more like live hosting on instagram
1: this is an exciting new chapter so we want to hear all about it yeah don't even worry about
0: but it. thank you guys and everyone's been so supportive on the podcast on my instagram just like my friends family you guys people who don't know me enemies like <laughs> my enemies so supportive thanks guys <laughs> yeah feeling very grateful and trying to just take it one day at a time because you're never going to be an expert or perfect on your first day. Like, no one, oh yeah, <laughs> is just going to walk into their first day and never feel any shred of insecurity. I mean, if you are, maybe good for you, but, like, not me. Well,
1: no, but then it means you're not even challenging <clears throat> yourself. So why are you even there yeah. if you're not feeling that? Yeah. So I think it's a good thing. On the same-ish coin but also different. Um, I'm a couple weeks ahead of Sierra in the whole like onboarding process in my job. And I feel like I just finished my third week and I think I'm already getting into the rhythm where this is like kind of a lemon, but not even that much. I just had one of those weeks where I looked back on Friday and I was like, what even happened this week? Like it was a very like, I'm so in the groove already that I almost like went on autopilot, I think. And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't, I wanted to like shake myself out of that because I want to like be very present and in the moment. Mm -hmm. And it's not even that like looking back, it wasn't that, oh my God, it's so boring now and that I don't even like it. That's not the case at all. Like I still love what I'm doing and it's still like new and exciting, but also I feel myself like falling into autopilot like working schedule kind of patterns so um I definitely want to make an effort to like be more present every single day and like be I don't know I just don't like that feeling it's like highway hypnosis they call it when you're Hmm. driving and then you realize that you like haven't really been paying attention your mind went elsewhere but you still are going through the motions you know oh that's me like every every time I drive yeah yeah exactly it's an actual thing I learned about in driver's ed highway hypnosis is what it's called um but yeah it's kind of like that like it's like you're not doing anything wrong and you're not like distracted it's just you're not you look back and you don't feel that you were super present. I don't know how to describe it without yeah. sounding like I'm like a lazy worker, because that's not the case. And I'm still really passionate about what I'm doing, but I definitely like could see how it is easy to kind of fall back into that autopilot kind of thing. So I'm going to try and make an effort to uh, not do that and to be super present, even as it gets more routine for me. But it was a good week and productive and it was fun. Anyway, um, we definitely want to get into this episode because we have so many fun stories to share. But thanks for listening to our uh, little life updates. But this whole topic, all about the meat cutes, weird ways you stumbled into each other's lives of significant others, present and past. It's going to be a good one.
0: So today's episode is sponsored by Elf Cosmetics. ELF Cosmetics is all about bringing the best of beauty to every eye lip and face. And did you guys know that speaking of eye lip and face, that is what the ELF in ELF Cosmetics stands for? And I had absolutely no idea, but it makes perfect sense considering the types of products that e.l.f. has available for your eyes, lips, and face. And one of the things that I was so excited about was the skincare that e.l.f. Cosmetics actually carries at such affordable prices. For less than the price of a cold brew, a latte, you can have high quality skincare. One of the products I am raving about is the Holy Hydration Face Cream. It's got hyaluronic acid, peptides, and niacinamide, and, it's honestly awesome. Another product that I am just stoked about, because I personally have oily skin and I have such a hard time getting it like under control under my makeup, is this poreless putty primer. It's so inexpensive and it works so well as a primer for setting your makeup, so I am really excited about these new e.l.f. products and I know you guys are gonna love them too. So many of their products have become cult classics and have gotten thousands of five-star reviews and a huge online Community, And along with being extremely affordable, everything is 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which is everything that I look for in makeup and skincare. Right now, as an exclusive offer for our podcast listeners, you can get 25% off your e.l.f. purchase of $40 or more. Go to e.l.f.cosmetics.com slash fingers crossed and use promo code fingers crossed, to get this exclusive offer. And this is the best deal out there right now, and you will not find it anywhere else. So that's promo code fingers crossed at elfcosmetics.com slash fingers crossed for 25% off your elf purchase.
1: I don't even know where to start, honestly. We kind of, like, both went through, I haven't read Sierra's half, and she hasn't read mine, so we're doing the thing where, like, we're both reading them out loud to each other for the first time. Yeah, it's and fun. It's uh, back and forth. a little
0: surprising. If you guys didn't catch Jason and I's episode together, if you're wondering, because I am in a relationship, you know Jason. And uh, if you want to know Jason the whole... St- <laughs> I'm not dating Jason Derulo, even <laughs> though his name is dating Jason Pulo. <laughs> I can't stop. <laughs> I does not have the same ring, I'm
1: sorry, Jason. Yeah, it's,
0: uh, you know. If you wanna hear our meet cute, we go into full detail about it on the episode where Jason co-hosted with me um, yes. two weeks ago. So we tell our entire story of how we met, how we fell in love, all the nitty gritty. So I won't retell it here, but it is a cute story. So you should go check it out on the episode from two weeks ago
1: and- Definitely go listen. Yeah, lots of fun. But in the meantime, I do have a story up right now. Well, actually you guys didn't meet at Chapman, But I was just going to segue that with, we got a story from someone who went to Chapman, which is our alma mater, if you did not know, and how she met her boyfriend there. So shall we start off with that? We shall. How I met my significant other, Justin, and how my mom actually met him first. Oh boy. (laughs) So picture this. Freshman year move-in day at Chapman University. It's hot. Everyone is stressed. Not exactly an ideal setting to meet the love of your life. While I was moving into my dorm, my mom and my sister decided to roam the hall to, quote, Get ideas for my room. They were gone for a total of five minutes before I hear my mom's insanely loud laugh halfway down the hall and someone else's too. Next thing I know, there's this super cute guy in my dorm, and my mom is making the introductions, crying laughing emoji. Oh gosh! (laughs) He stayed for a few minutes and helped move some furniture around before leaving to go back to his own family. After he left, my mom looked at me and mouthed the words, you're welcome. Uh Needless to say, she knows my type. (laughs) We quickly became best friends and dated on and off throughout college. And now post-grad, we've been together for over two years and he's moving into my apartment in the spring. So shout out to my mom, Carol.
0: Wow. That's so funny. (laughs) I love that. I actually have one really similar. Um, from someone whose mom set her up. She said, Oh, yes. My mom gave my boyfriend my number. He worked at the bank during college. He would always help (laughs) my mom because she loves old school banking. So one day my mom asked another teller if he was single because she liked him for me. So basically she set us (laughs) up took us a while to actually date he thought I wasn't really real we would just text randomly (laughs) but finally we met up once we actually started making time for each other the rest was history we've been together for five years now we have a house and a dog so thanks till this day I always thank my mom moms do know best
1: That is so funny. But also, like, the fact that he didn't think she was real, but her mom was the one that set her up. You think her mom is, like, pimping out catfishes? Or (laughs) that, like, maybe the mom was texting him? I don't know. Oh, my God. Okay, this one I thought was such a cute story. This is an email that says, Okay, not sure if this will really qualify, but my fiancé and I met through Twitter. We're from the same area but went to different high schools one of my friends found him on twitter and told me to follow quote this really cute funny guy and so i did also side note this is me talking christy how common was it like this was such a thing about like being into guys at other schools when you're younger and like just adding them on social media and then like talking through there first since you didn't go to the same school that just brings back a lot of memories anyway nice. <laughs> This is about 10th grade. Fast forward 4.5 years, we're in college, and we've been following each other on social media for that long, so they had never met. His, quote, thing was that Africa by Toto was his favorite song, and his friends would tag him in memes about it. My thing, well-known on social media, is that I'm a huge peanut butter fan. Favorite food in the world. Can't relate. (laughs) <laughs> one day i was in dunkin donuts and africa came on i decided to tweet at him about it saying that i didn't even know him but africa came on and it made me think of him he replied saying that he thought of me every time he saw large amounts of peanut butter <gasps> he dm'd me and asked me on a date that night it's been 3.5 years and we're getting married in june all because of africa and peanut butter wait
0: that's so cute Isn't that so cute? i Just, love like, that
1: following each other on social media never meeting and then you still like have kind of inside jokes that bring you together like that's so funny and that's so like modern day Mm -hmm. not even dating apps but like social media kind of connections yeah there
0: are things like that that like I'll always think of like things that I knew know a certain person was obsessed with or like a song I'll hear that I know someone loved, and like Mm -hmm. even if it's someone who's not in my life anymore when that I'll hear that song on the radio or that food thing or like that color or that item I'll think of that person immediately and it sometimes makes me wonder What things trigger for people that, like, I'm not really in their life anymore? Do people ever think of me, like, Mm -hmm. with random things, you know, that I was passionate about or songs I liked? Like, do I ever just pop
1: into people's minds at random? It's kind of... Or even, like, not that you were close to begin with but with social media with like loose connections and things people that you follow that you don't know but you know things about them and then you like think of them when you see it it's just so funny to think about that kind of chain reaction because it's so true that like you know things about people that you wouldn't know otherwise that they share like it's so crazy but cute story next up speaking of
0: peanut butter we have the meat cute at whole foods My husband and I met working at Whole Foods. I had just moved to the area from across the country (laughs) and got the job. I was a cashier, and he worked stocking the shelves. When we were both working, he would come to my register and check out with me. He told me after that he would scope out the lines and wait for me to have an empty line so it didn't look obvious when he only bought water. We started talking, and he asked me for help with one of his courses, and the rest is history. Been married for almost a year now. Thank God for Whole Foods and that 20% discount as an employee, lol.
1: That is so cute. I love that. I know. I Um, love that. This is actually a good segue. I just came on this one. It says, my wife and I met when she was my boss at a grocery store. I acted like I didn't know the answer to an app game that was popular at the time, so I could message her on Facebook. We got engaged six months later. In parentheses, that's like two years in lesbian time. Laughing, at me. <laughs> and to wait for gay marriage to be legal in Louisiana, we got married two and a half years later, and now we've been together for seven years, married for five, and have an adorable one-year-old son together. Also, I quit working at the same place after we got engaged.
0: (laughs) Dang. My now girlfriend and I originally met on the dating app Her in the first year of university. We started off just friends as I was going through an on and off relationship until I finally ended that and then texted my now girlfriend, I'm single happy birthday very drunkenly while partying (laughs) with friends
1: shameless i
0: love it on february 15th we just celebrated three years together best drunk text i ever sent smiley face and That's i so i messaged funny. her back and i said if only all drunk texts worked out that well because i can definitely say they don't always all work out oh that my God, well
1: right i also got another message that was very similar to that but it's just like the thing about dropping hints like that like that honestly feels like such a bold move even though it's not technically making the first move when you're just like presenting an opportunity you know what i mean but it feels yeah. bold when you do it but this is kind of like that it says i met my girlfriend of almost 3.5 years when she was a, my ta in stage combat in college she thought i was straight while i had a fat crush on her i dropped a hint that i also date women and then we started dating shortly after that see it just like worked yeah like you, just like, like, you just gotta be bold i love that hint. she was
0: like i'm single happy birthday like that was just the entire
1: text <laughs> that reminds me no of punctuation that, yes um that kim kardashian meme that's like I'm dropping hints that I'm single. And then the next picture is her saying, I'm single. Yeah, (laughs) Kind of got to hit it on the nose sometime. Okay, so this one is just hilarious
0: because I don't have a lot of knowledge about like UK or British events, but this sounds fantastic. <laughs> she said, "Me and my boyfriend met at an event in the UK called Bongos Bingo. Basically, you oh. get drunk, <laughs> play bingo, and win things from cereal to an electric wheelchair." <laughs> this sounds iconic. I know, we right? Must go. <laughs> she said, "I thought he liked someone else, but the second time we met, I got him. We spent the whole <laughs> night talking, and now we're close to our three-year anniversary. That I, that's it's honestly like not the most like crazy story in the world. I just had to share that because it's called." bongos bingo and you win (laughs) random things from cereal to an electric wheelchair also every time I go to say it I keep saying electric chair (laughs) and not electric wheelchair can you imagine to the bed you win an electric chair playing bingo
1: Like, what are they doing across the pond over there? Oh um, can anyone confirm or deny if you've been to Bongo's Bingo? Yeah, please, like, if you really know anything
0: know. about Bongo's Bingo, please <laughs> let us know because, Christian, I think you and I, win the pandemic over, oh, need to plan a trip to the UK just so we could go play Bongo's
1: Bingo. Yeah, I really need an electric and win chair? I'd an electric
0: chair. I'm literally <laughs> crying. <laughs> oh,
1: man. Oh, That's oh, amazing.
0: I'm sorry. Okay. Ugh.
1: This isn't a relationship story, but on Valentine's Day when I was a senior in college, me and two of my single friends went out to dinner for a Valentine's date, and we were waiting for our table, and this lady who was extremely, extremely drunk came out to use the ATM and was struggling hard. She couldn't figure out what to do and didn't know where to put her debit card, and she stumbles over to me and says, you look like the only one here who isn't judging me. Can you help me with this machine? So I literally helped her with the ATM and she whispered her PIN number in my ear and told me to take out $100. I went and sat back down and she comes over and hands me $50 and says, thank you so much for helping me. Happy Valentine's Day. I'll never forget the day a drunk woman gave me $50 for teaching her how to use an ATM. That's really (laughs) sweet. I just thought that was a funny story. Women
0: supporting women. So next up we have... A fun train story. We love train stories. She said, The best meet cute of all time was with my first ever boyfriend in high school. I lived near NYC and I was taking the train into the city with my drama club friends, LOL, to go see a play together. Then these two boys walk by us and one of them, who was the cuter one, notices that he (laughs) recognizes one of the guys we're with because they're mutual friends. They sit down with us, and me and the boy named Chris keep making eye contact. At this point, I was, like, so insecure around boys, thought they were cute, didn't say anything. He said that he was going into the city to work on a photography project for class, and that when we got off the train, he wanted to take a picture of us. We went went our separate ways, and I gushed to my friends how hot he was, how I thought I would never see him again, and then, much to my surprise, who do I see on the train going back home to the suburbs but Chris. I was literally so shocked, and so was he. And he said hi and blushed and smiled. I then told my friend that knew him how cute I thought he was, and then my friend John ended up telling Chris that one of the girls on the train thought he was cute. Chris asked who it was, and then John said it was me, and he was super pumped because he thought I was cute as well. He then added me on Facebook, he reintroduced himself, got my number by asking if I wanted the picture that he had taken off the train of my friends and I. We then dated for both of our senior years and always got each other train themed trinkets for special occasions and I asked him to my prom with a train pun lol
1: Wow that's so cute that's like a it's real like, really like straight cute out story. of a movie like you see
0: someone you think you're never going to see him again and they're on the mm-hmm. train going home and you're like this is
1: fate Wow this also kind of relates this is a study abroad story study abroad romance I stayed abroad in Dublin, Ireland four years ago and matched with this cute Irish guy on Tinder. One weekend, we were both going out in our respective friend groups. I told him if he came to the bar we were at, we could meet. We met up, but got separated somehow. My friends and I went to a pizza place to get drunk pizza, obviously, and I texted him that we were getting pizza and said, if you find me, you can come home with me. And then my phone died. Who comes strolling up to the pizza (gasps) place 15 minutes later? That guy. As a side note, I was a virgin and never had invited a guy back before, but didn't think he would actually show up. But I decided that exploring my sexuality was part of my big Irish adventure. Wow. <laughs> Fast forward today, and that guy is my boyfriend. We've been officially dating for three years and are as happy as a couple on separate continents during a pandemic can be. I'm in the US and he's still in Ireland.
0: Wow. Wow. I love that. The it's like a that she riddle. The just said, if like, you can find we're me, pizza. you can come home with me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then, her, and then that's it. So it's honestly, like, a challenge, like, to the guy. It's like, yeah. yeah, you can't text me back. You can't see my location. But if you can find
1: me, lucky you. Guys love that shit. They love challenges. Oh, that's that, uh, so funny. That's really good. Okay, this one
0: is, like, hilarious on the story of, like... I feel like so many of these I read were, like, super raunchy. Like, drunk texts, drunk stories, like, things mm-hmm. like that. And I honestly think it's just because you have no boundaries in those situations and you just say what you feel. And so everyone is so frank, there's no subtlety, there's no beating around the bush, you just get right to the point. Anyway, so this one's really funny. She said, we were both the drunkest at a party, ended up ending the night by taking turns puking in the bathroom together. And then we somehow exchanged numbers, question mark, question mark. And he texted me a few days later, but I didn't overly want to hang out, but I went anyways. And then it was history from there. We've been dating seven years.
1: Wow. Seven years for that. That's Can you imagine insane. taking turns throwing
0: up in the bathroom with someone <laughs> Honestly- and then... I love how she's Romance. she's like, somehow we exchanged numbers. Like, she doesn't remember that part. So I'm wondering who was, like, in the middle of throwing up back and forth thought it was a good idea to be like, so, wipes face with vomit. Ew, you want to exchange numbers? Jeez. Uh, sorry but if that's you know, gross, guys. Out. I just think
1: that's so funny. That is really good. This one kind of seems like a sitcom. I just love it, though. My boyfriend and I met at work. We had a client in common in a team meeting in another region two hours drive away. So we drove there in the same car with my intern sitting in the back and I already thought I had a work crush on him. I thought he was so handsome and ridiculously smart. Four hours of driving and a lunch gave more than enough time for small talk. I got home at the end of the day, (laughs) called a friend. I'd learned that on top of being handsome and smart, he also collected books Loved traveling, and he loves animals. He just sounded like my ideal man, my friend thought. I had imagined him. While I was talking to her, he he texted me to ask me out for supper. That was October 2018. We've spoken every day since that trip, and we've been together officially since that December of 2019. Felt like an episode of Grey's Anatomy at first. He's a doctor, and I'm a social worker. That was just the hospital gossip for a while, but we have to laugh about it. Still going strong. Oh, that's anyway, so cute. I think that I wanted to read that one because I feel like that is the dream scenario of anyone who's had a work crush. It's like, oh no, we have to carpool together two hours away and like have discussions about non-work related things and get to know each other on a deeper level. It's just, it was cute. So well, you know, that's, I'm glad it worked out. When
0: Jason and I, I actually didn't include this in Jason and I's like whole story, but Ooh, when we we first started um like hanging out like not even dating um when we were just friends still and we were like in our mutual friend group at universal we discovered coincidentally we lived a block away from each other and so um, we found that out, and so we started carpooling, like, to mm. universal on our way Ideal. to go to work. And so we got, to, and granted, we lived literally three minutes from work, so it wasn't exactly a four-hour mm. drive we had to pack <laughs> as much into. I would sometimes hope that there was, like, a really long queue to, like, go to the parking lot so that we'd have more time in the car together. <laughs> you accidentally get on the wrong freeway. Yeah. He's
1: like, how do you do this? And we're two minutes Literally,
0: <laughs> <away>. oops, my <laughs> bad. But yes, I know that those, uh, those car times with the work are it's valuable time.
1: It really is. Like, that's...
0: Yeah, that's so cute. And I'm so glad that worked out for her because if work crushes you date, and it doesn't work out, you have to keep seeing them at work. And it's very uncomfortable. So I'm really glad that worked out for her. Okay, this one's really funny because she starts it in literally all caps and says, don't judge. I was like 17. And that's the first (laughs) sentence. It says, I met one of my exes on Omegle. LOL. Not even (laughs) on camera. So he could have easily catfished me, but we weren't far from each other. We ended up meeting, becoming off and on friends, and then randomly started dating years later. That relationship is long and gone now, but we never told anyone how we truly met because it was too embarrassing, lol. We always just said we met online through mutual friends on Facebook, lol.
1: Wow, that is so funny. Omegle. That is the last place I would ever... Also, I had not thought about the
0: word Omegle. It had not entered my brain in years. (laughs) Literally brought me back to like 6 a.m. staying up late at a sleepover with friends in like the ninth grade, like going on Omegle. And it's just, wow.
1: Anyway, another high school related one. This is a really cute one I liked. My husband and i have been together for almost six years now and got together when i was a junior and he was a senior in high school i had been dating a guy who was on his soccer team so we knew of each other i actually set him up with my best friend but they did not like each other lol but hadn't talked in probably close to a year his dad parentheses who's now my father-in-law was the school resource officer at my high school and i was pretty close to him because he had candy in his office and we would chat I was in his office one day crying because I didn't have a date to prom, and I was so embarrassed. When he said, "Well, my kid doesn't have a date to his prom either. You guys should go together." And I was like, "Okay." So he went home, told my now husband the plan, and I got a random text from my husband the next day with a video link he had made with a movie trailer asking me to his prom. We've been together ever since. Oh my gosh, Isn't that, that so is so cute? cute! Wait, and like we all had those, you know, high school—not necessarily teacher, but like guidance counselor someone you looked up to that you just like connected with and would confide in sometimes and then when like they set you up and then you get married and they're your like fucking father-in-law wait that's so cute
0: i (laughs) love that also i just love that it was like a a mutually beneficial thing because he didn't have a date either it wasn't like it was a pity thing for either of them because Mm -hmm. neither of them had a date it just worked out that i love that so much and
1: the fact that he went out of his way to make an entire video like a promposal anyway even though it was just like his dad setting him up like that's really cute yeah that
0: is adorable he like still put in the effort even though it wasn't his original idea
1: Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: next up, we have a really cute meet-cute story. Met my fiancé at a bar in the city before an MLB game. My friends and I were hanging at the bar for pre-game drinks. I turned around in my seat, and I swear, it was like a moment straight out of a movie – I turned around and my eyes locked on him. The rest of the room became blurry and it was as if a light was shining straight down on him. Extremely corny, I know. But we started talking at this bar and exchanged numbers. We happened to only be sitting away a few rows away from each other apart at the baseball game. So Whoa. we spent the rest of that night and baseball stadiums are freaking huge. So that's a yeah. coincidence. We happen to be sitting only a few rows apart at the baseball game. So we spent the rest of the night together. And I don't mean that way. Winky face. LOL. <laughs> now we're living together with our fur baby planning our wedding for next year. Love you, ladies. Oh, That's wow, so cute. I, I just I love that moment of like picturing her turning around. the Like the angels chorus is singing. The, the light shines does. down on him. Everything. <laughs> and then she's just like, it's kids met. It's fate. And I guess it was.
1: There you go. Okay, this one's actually funny. It goes, hi ladies, my now fiance and I met on a dating app a little over six years ago, which isn't too odd in this day and age, but I wanted to share how we got talking. Also, it's so funny to me, side note, like thinking about people meeting six years ago on dating apps, because for me, it's like, they seem like they just came out a couple yeah, years ago.
0: Yeah, they seem so recent, but they're not, yeah. Anyway.
1: Anyway. When we met, I had previously been talking to other guys and went on several dates in search of finding my person, which was not the way to do it. So around the time that we met, I'd given up on trying and decided to just say, F it. I'm not going to care anymore. I'm just going to let it happen naturally. It was the end of November, and I was just scrolling through my app one day and saw this cute guy posing with a Thanksgiving turkey. For some reason, I felt inclined to message him and tell him that he looked like Martha Stewart posing (laughs) with his turkey. Apparently, that was an A-plus pickup line because it worked, and he responded back. Then we got into the topic of Martha going to jail, and that was the start of our love story. Love your <laughs> podcast, and I look forward to every Tuesday to tune into the next episode.
0: So speaking anyway. of random things making you think of people, now every time I hear or think about Martha Stewart going to jail, I'm going to think of this couple <laughs> <A> Thanksgiving
1: <turkey. laughs> that dated
0: because of him looking like Martha Stewart with the turkey. Mm-hmm.
1: But I also think I wanted to read that one, too, because it's so key, the part about just, like, finally giving up on putting the pressure on it and just saying, like, F it. Like, I'm just going to live my life. And she was still, like, scrolling through for fun. And then it happened naturally because she thought of, like, something funny to say when she came across someone's profile. It wasn't, like, her searching for, this must be the end-all be-all of my romantic life, you know? Yeah. It worked out, so. I have to
0: say, just to let you know what went through my mind just then when you said martha stewart i know who martha stewart is but i pictured martha i pictured martha washington and then when you (laughs) talked about martha stewart going to jail i was like why did martha washington go to jail and what is she arrested for so that was just what was going on inside my mind but yes i put it i put it together now
1: yes Uh, indeed
0: okay This one's cute. She said, I met my boyfriend at the bus stop. Smiley face. We took the same route at the same stop to campus every weekday one summer. And once we started talking, we met for coffee and hung out like all the time. Fast forward to now, almost five years later, we've moved across the country together and continue to build each other up and crack each other up along the way. Aww, Which is really is cute. Really I feel like the bus stop one is a classic. Uh, one of our book club books we read was, uh, was it One Day in December? Is that what it's called? Yes. Yeah, we, mm-hmm. uh, One Day in December, we read it um, for our little friend book club. And it was about, essentially it started with this girl who saw a guy at a bus stop, or she was on the bus and he was at the bus stop. And it all unfolded from then, like how she thought it was fate and should she mm-hmm. have talked to him? Should she not? And It was uh, much
1: more complicated from there. But, yes,
0: it's you know, much it more complicated. But I feel like the bus stop, trope is like a a classic thing to write about in like a
1: yeah because it's such a like juncture of a like you could go in different directions or like are your paths gonna go on the same way you know like symbolically yeah a lot of sense for like the beginning of a relationship um okay this one this is back to the um kind of messy stories but it's funny this one goes first off i just wanted to say i love your podcast and look forward to it each week keep up the great work Thank you. My boyfriend and I met on Tinder, like many, but our first time meeting in person story is quite crazy. I'd advertised on my Tinder profile that I wanted to go to a country concert that was happening the next week. Tyler, who's my current boyfriend, saw my profile, decided to buy tickets for us to the concert, and then messaged me with screenshots of the tickets. Oh
0: my gosh. What a bold move. I love it.
1: dating app. Wow. I
0: love it. I guess he
1: was like, I'm going to go regardless if she responds. Yeah. Um... The day of the concert, or yeah, I was blown away and decided to go with it. The day of the concert, we agreed for him to come to my house for a couple of drinks, and then we went to the concert together. At this point, we'd already been talking for a week and Snapchatting, so I knew he wasn't a cat. So I knew he wasn't a catfish. Both of us were extremely nervous, and to combat this, we both got very drunk. After arriving at the concert, we proceeded to get some more beers. Shortly into the first act, Tyler excused himself to the washroom. Ten minutes later, a police officer approaches me and asks if I was there with Tyler. I told him he was my date. And they brought me to the foyer of the venue, where Tyler was sitting on the ground, very intoxicated. Someone had found him lying in a bathroom stall. He explained that he was trying to get himself together while in the stall. The police officers called us a cab and proceeded to kick us out of the concert before the main act even got on stage. Oh my I was gosh. so angry and I didn't know what to do. I got the cab to drop us off at my house. And when we arrived, I ordered us McDonald's and tried to call friends on his phone to come pick him up no one would help him out forcing him to stay the night we ended up falling asleep in my bed and woke up the next morning with little memory of what had happened the night before we were both super embarrassed but it broke the awkward beginning stages of dating and i don't regret it at all he was pretty ashamed of what happened and definitely made up for it it's a super funny story to tell especially now that we've made, especially now that we've been dating a year and a half love you guys
0: oh that's i love that story that's so funny that those kind of ones are just the ones that
1: that are just Crazy. (laughs) And then when
0: people say, like, oh, how'd you meet? Or when was your first date? You both just look at each other and go, are we going to go into this? Are we going to tell the story? Okay, here we go.
1: Yeah, it's funny because it's like people always have so much stigma around like telling stories about dating app meetings. And it's like, yes, they met on a dating app, but also like their entire story of their first date is a whole saga in itself. You know, like it doesn't matter if you meet someone on a dating app, what matters is like what makes you want to be together later, you know? So it's yeah. a good story.
0: I unfortunately, um, sorry, mom and dad. I had a time where I went on a date with a guy to a concert, and I was very much in that position where I had too much to drink. And I think what it was is like we had pre-gamed with his friend's and like played beer pong and stuff and i they're just like they're a bunch of big guys and like i could not keep up you were trying
1: to keep up like (laughs) my
0: body weight size like i just could not keep up so they were all like fine and i like was plastered and didn't mean Mm -hmm. to and then i realized when i was at the concert like how not good i was and it was like like yeah we hadn't even gotten to see the main act like it was just it was at the um i think it was the forum that's the one that's in downtown la downtown yeah and uh I started realizing how bad it was and that I was like not good. And so I started crying because I felt so bad that I wasn't, I knew it was going to get worse. And I remember I started crying and then I started crying because I was crying and it just like, it went from there and then it ended up having where, you know, he had to walk me home and miss the concert that he had gotten tickets to. And it just, I, and that was not, that was not our meet cute that ended up in like a really right. cute story. We like <laughs> didn't really ever talk after that happened again. So anyway, I'm really glad it worked out for her. Um, yes. Here's back to wholesome and non-drinking cute stories. <laughs> this one says, I met my boyfriend who we've now been together eight years when we were in kindergarten. I always had a crush on him and I told my friends that we'd be together someday. And here we are. Wow. Which I just think is just like straight out of a uh, "It's a Wonderful Life." Um, mm-hmm. When she's like, "I'll love you till the day I die, George Bailey," it's really cute. And she says, it "I don't think hi- I've ever seen that." You haven't seen "It's a Wonderful Life." Mm-mm. Oh, it's really cute. He's deaf okay, in one. He's words. deaf in one ear, and so she whispers it when they're kids into his deaf ear because she knows he uh, oh. that she can't hear him, or he can't hear Wait, her. Wait, I feel
1: like I might have seen. Is it at the beginning and the end that? Do they bring it back? At the yeah, end? they
0: yeah, th- they do it. Okay, something I feel like I might end. have seen
1: something similar to that in this past holiday season on TV. Yeah, it's but, like black yes. and
0: white. Um, it's there's an angel named Clarence, and you know he uh, okay. went, every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. That whole. Okay, thing. I
1: haven't seen the full thing, but okay. I've heard of that scene, or maybe they like recreated it. Yeah, a, they're like the at movie. a soda
0: fountain. They're like at a soda fountain, old fashioned mm, okay. soda shop, and he leans over the counter, and yeah, it's
1: really it cute. sounds very cute. I'll have to watch but, this one. I thought was funny. It's a psychic one. My boyfriend and i started talking in early 2018 and i was really casual to start i went to a psychic just after i started seeing him not to specifically find out about him more what my career held for me but the psychic was like you just started seeing someone and it will take a long time for you to become something but when it does it will be forever that's a very specific thing too Ended up in the talking phase with him on and off because he couldn't figure out what he wanted. But then it finally became legit in summer of 2019. Been together ever since, and he's definitely my forever. I thought that oh, was that's really so cute, cute because that reminds me of I have a psychic story, but it's—I mean—it's not a forever story, so it's not as like satisfying. But um, I had started talking to this guy like a very similar situation, and I didn't know what his last name was. I only knew that his first name started with a J. I'm not going to say it, but. Um, actually I'll just say Jack. And, um, anyway, so we had been like talking for a while, like sounded cool. We hadn't hung out yet. And then I went to a psychic, and it was about something completely different. Like I didn't even think about him at all because I hadn't met him before. And, um, the psychic said something about JM and I feel like I've told this story. I think I've told it on the podcast. You
0: told me though. I remember you told me this one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And um, the psychic was like, someone with the initials JM is about to be important in your life. Or it's like coming into your life. I, was, I don't remember exactly what she said. Is That's what like irks me about it. And of course, like I laughed at it at the time. I was with my friend and we were like, yeah, JM. She just like pulled two letters of the alphabet out of her butt, you know? Yeah. And um, then I finally end up hanging out with this guy and he was telling me about his brother's wedding that he had just gone to. And he's like, oh, yeah, the um, McConnell's. That's why did I say McConnell. I literally just thought of Mitch McConnell. <laughs> I'm trying to come up with names on the fly that aren't his actual name. But I'll when say, a um, psychic says that Mitch McConnell is coming into <laughs> your life, <laughs> that's when you run. You get out of Washington, D.C. Uh. Um, anyway. Anyway, yeah, uh, so the he was he just made an offhanded joke about his family and his last name, and something clicked in that moment when he was like, oh, yeah, the McConnells, and I was like, McConnell? And he's like, yeah, and I was like, Jack McConnell. And he's like, yeah, that's my name, and I was like, I had that gear-turning what? moment of, like, uh-huh. that meme where the lady's doing the math. In her head. Oh, yeah, the one with, and like, was all like, the, like, Pythagorean the theorems on the board, like, like thinking, floating above her. And yeah. I was like, What? the hell? Because I 100% like didn't believe the sidekick. I thought she was just like making stuff up. And then after that, um, I was like, okay, whoa, that's really weird. It's not just like she said J, you know, that would have been one thing, a one in 26 chance, but, and it's not even that she said MJ, like JM in that order initials were his initials. I thought it was crazy. Anyway. And, um, and then we ended up dating for a while, but my... The flip side of the story that isn't as cute is because of this psychic thing, it kind of put it in my brain that it was, like, supposed to happen Mm -hmm. and that there were, like, signs that I that it wasn't meant to be and it wasn't going to be a long lasting thing. But I kind of ignored them because of the psychic thing. Like Mm -hmm. I subconsciously was like, Oh, but the psychic saw it happening. But looking back, like she never said, Oh, this is going to be an important person for the rest of your life. She literally said like someone JM is about to come into your life. That's all she said. So anyway, it's just like, it reminded me of that with this story, but unfortunately that was not predicting my uh, forever person. And JM is no longer in my life, but you know, it's crazy how psychics can sometimes, uh, get things right like that yeah what
0: is it the power of suggestion you know the power of suggestion what it can do i went to a psychic once at a um the orange county fair fair. i remember that. yeah i was with with christy and were we with was it just the two of
1: us that was the day it was definitely only the two of us because i remember pre-gaming before the fair we (laughs) did like to walk around yes
0: with pink brunette's lemonade vodka or or wait, what did college. I say pink brunettes? No Burnett's pink lemonade vodka, yes, not pink go. brunettes. I mean whatever you she, get did the you same. have some before this episode? <laughs> the bottle is pink, um, so yeah, I saw this psychic, and I remember I didn't even tell her like what I did, um, and she said, uh, something about how you she was like, you know, you will have success as an actor, but your most success will come from you being a writer.
1: I do remember that, and yeah, I specifically writing. Yeah, and I
0: remember thinking to myself, like, first of all, I didn't, I don't think I told her that I like was an actor or writer. Maybe she got some stuff out of me about me being creative. Like, I, I don't know what it was. Yeah, Maybe you she never just know what kind of looked thing at me and assumed because I was in Orange County in LA, that I yeah. was or in LA <laughs> I was an actor. I don't know, but um, I remember saying, "Yeah, your most success will come from you being a writer." And then, of course, that puts that doubt into my mind. I'm like, acting, writing. Wow! Like I if need to, I need to start writing short stories right now. Like I gotta get a publisher, huh? You know, like so. <laughs> I
1: gotta get a publisher. And just uh, excuse
0: me, Christy. We need to
1: leave the fair now. I need to call some
0: publishers.
1: Don't mind all this pink lemonade vodka. I just had. Like, <laughs> get me my publisher. If any aspiring publishers are out there, now's your chance. To yeah, now's your chance. Here, I maybe. am a. <laughs>
0: Whole vessel of untapped raw talent. I am
1: telling you. (laughs) Publish me. This was so much fun. I loved hearing all of your stories. Like the good, the bad, the drunk. All the things I, in between. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if this episode
0: was a little raunchy for you, we apologize. But I mean, honestly, you got to have. I don't think it was that so bad. You, you got, you, yeah, you've, you got to have the. We're nowhere near call her daddy. We're like literally, yeah. compared we're to that, below
1: that we're like
0: so vanilla. It's like the vanilla we factory should sponsors see you us. Yeah, literally. <laughs> it's insane. So we're so glad you guys could join us. Happy Valentine's Day. If It doesn't matter. Valentine's week. If you are taken, single, married, unmarried, divorced, With a cat, like, all people are wonderful and celebrate love. All love is important love. Yeah, all love is important love. That's exactly right. So you are special. Treat yourself to something today. And treat yourself to this episode on Tuesday, two days after Valentine's Day. A
1: weekly treat. Subscribe if you're not already so you can be treated every Tuesday. And we always go to our Instagram to get some ideas and thoughts and stories from you guys so that is where you can contribute in the future we'd love to see you there if you haven't gotten merch yet check it out fingers cross pod.com slash shop yeah we have some
0: adorable pink merch if you want to wear pink to celebrate valentine's week uh you can get the logo crew you can get the uh
1: letters next crew there's there's so many things you can get stickers thanks for joining us you guys we will see you next week with another episode as always keep staying- your oh yes i was about yes go for it
0: oh okay as always keep your fingers keep crossed your fingers
1: crossed <laughs> okay bye guys